Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that meet in your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. Tonight, the question is, if it's legal, is it okay? And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, this is Doug Rutledge, and uh, I am host of the Remix Podcast. The Homegrown Remix Podcast is where we gather four student leaders together, and they talk about what we talked about at Crossroads Farm on any given night. So uh, I've got four new students with me, and I want them to introduce themselves, and then we'll get going and ask, answer the question, if it's legal, is it okay for me to do? So uh, let's go around the circle, and we'll introduce ourselves. I am Owen Woods. I'm a freshman, and I'm homeschooled. I'm Colin Bassage, and I'm a freshman, and I go to reading. I'm Rachel. I'm a junior, and I go to Marshall. Um, my name is Carly Q. I go to Hanover Horn and I'm a sophomore. So let me ask you guys this question. It's not on any kind of sheet, but here's my first question. So really we're talking about right or wrong. We're not talking about if it's legal, can I do it, but, but how I decide if it's right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So have you ever been talked into doing something that you wish you could take back? Like, uh, yeah, that was a bad idea. Maybe it's a fashion thing or a dating thing or a decision to do something. I can start by telling you, I got talked uh, into jumping off a cliff about 60 feet into water. And it was only a mistake right at the very end. So um, that happened. I got talked into it. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe you have something to, what, ever been talked into something you wish you could take it back? Um, I got talked to in the jumping off of my friend's haymow on the concrete. Mm. And his sister did it. So he's like, come on, man, my sister did it. So. I jumped off and sprained my ankle. You, you got you got <laughs> guilted into it playing the like sexist card. Yep. Look, like if a girl will do it, that's so wrong, man. I feel I feel shame. All right, Colton. Oh, when when I was in the fourth grade, there's a new girl, and I got I got talked into dating her, and I've never talked to her in my life before. So. <laughs> awesome. So it didn't work out. No, I said two words to her. Okay. And awesome. it was, we're done. Okay. <laughs> that, this room is hard. But we sat together on the bus, so that was a real deal. <laughs> that is. That's forever. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so in the fifth grade, I was talked into marrying three guys on Valentine's Day, and I divorced two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that and, wasn't legal. Oh, no. so <laughs> and um, we just, like, sat together while we, like, made a craft and I said goodbye so <laughs> that was it meaningful yeah um and like middle school getting talked into dressing up for spirit days and like nobody else in the school does it and you just look ridiculous in front of everyone yeah that's a mistake uh yeah yeah uh, fashion sense right sometimes yeah. you get talked into wearing the wrong thing because somebody says it looks great on you and then you <laughs> see pictures that's Bad the idea. entire <laughs> 1970s for me all right so, uh, so Rachel, there's a, there's a second question there. Go ahead and read it. Um, okay. Can you pretty easily identify the area of your life where your threshold number is low? Okay, so there's a sociologist, a uh, researcher, his name is Marco, uh, Mark Granovetter, and he uh, came up with this kind of moral threshold. It means that if enough people do something that you think is wrong, you'll join in. So do you have, and I'm not going to ask that you identify it necessarily, but is there an area where you go, yeah, I think, I think I've got some areas where I have a low number and some that I have definite high number 
I mean, and you can be specific. I just don't want you to have to embarrass yourself. So, anybody? I, I do, but yeah, I'm not really gonna. High or low? Yeah. Yeah, both. both. All right. I have a pretty low number on lying. It seems like when everybody else is doing it, it's easier than when no one else is doing it. Lying's hard, because you can get in real trouble by telling the truth, even though they're telling you that you're supposed to tell the truth, right? Yeah. It's pretty hard. Yeah. But you know it's wrong. Yeah. 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 It's just easier when there's more than people. <laughs> right. I right. think that um, usually my number's pretty high. I like to not follow the crowd and just be me and like know what's right versus wrong. But there's obviously like, sometimes like lying or like a bad situation that you're just trying to fit in. So like my number got lower. Hmm. Yeah, usually mine's pretty high, but sometimes like low when you're like opposite of that, like not speaking up for something hmm. that's wrong because you don't want people to think differently of you because, oh, hmm. she's the one that tells stuff about that. It's like not speaking up and telling them what they are doing is wrong. Uh, third question. Let's go with another question. This is good. I'm having fun because you guys admitted and I didn't have to. <laughs> no, I, for me, I, um, so I would say that I have a really low number in terms of being lazy. Like it doesn't take much for me to not work real hard. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden I'm like, well, nobody's really looking. So I have a pretty low number for, for laziness. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Really cool. Do you usually decide what to do based on being right or wrong, legal or illegal? How you feel or what others expect of you? So the three questions, do you usually make your decision based on whether it's right or wrong, whether it's legal or illegal, or how you or somebody else feels about it? How do you usually make those decisions? Like um, I try my best to do right or wrong because I know that's what God would want from me and what's best for me like in any situation but it's always hard when you're like around friends or there's like you're in a, your team and you know like people will think of you different so you like want to please them sometimes but you always want to try to do what's right because you know that's what will please him the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anybody else different answer because it's legal or illegal? I mean you want to do things that are legal. Like, I don't think I've ever done anything illegal that I know <laughs> of, but... <laughs> so let's talk about speeding, since that's a weird... Is, yeah. it, is it wrong to speed? In certain Depending. situations, I... Well, technically, like, with the law, it's wrong to speed. But, like, I've been in a situation where my grandpa just passed away, and my all my family members are going 80 or 90 on his road. So is it wrong to get there to be for that? Because it's not like you're going to go, like, get ice cream or something. It's for like a person. Yeah, it's. I think circumstances kind of dictate that it's a little different here, mm -hmm. right? I feel like it's wrong for uh, selfish reasons. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Is it wrong to cheat and look at uh, look at your Christmas presents like before Christmas? <laughs> your parents have hidden them. You found the stash. It's. I guess it is wrong. Yeah, but it's not like but. a law. Right. But like it, you should. But it's still wrong. <laughs> it's sneaky and it ruins your. Right. So I had a uh, I had a friend, a student, who said this. This was really interesting to me. He said um, he asked me the question of whether or not it was wrong to commit a penalty or a foul because it's technically a violation of the rules. Mm -hmm. So he was a hockey player. He said, "Is it wrong for me to hook somebody who is 
beaten me. They've beaten me, so I just wrap them up with my stick and I bring them down, bring them to the ice. Is that wrong? I mean, some of it's part of the game. Like, you're gonna follow the guy to stop the clock in the last second, but I don't know. It de yeah, it depends on the circumstance, I would say. It's, it's a weird question, isn't it? You're yeah. like, well, technically it's wrong to do that, but... Yeah, like in basketball, like if someone's about to shoot and you're down, like your coach wants you to follow, but if there's like dribbling down the court and you follow them, it's like for no reason. So it's obviously like against the rules and wrong, but when you're losing and they're about to shoot, Part of the game. Yeah. Yeah, and you go at it knowing that too. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm going in for the layup. It's the last couple of seconds. I know I'm going to get hit. Yeah. It's part of the game. What's the next question? Uh, is do you believe that most Germans during the Holocaust knew that what the leadership was doing was wrong? Wow, that's a really, really heavy question. So during the Holocaust, did people know that what they were doing was wrong? They didn't really know what was happening at all. They were just being taken away and not have anything. Didn't know like where they were going. Hmm. Some people probably knew it was wrong, but like the big group of like the big idea of the whole Holocaust, mm -hmm. like it was happening all over and it was like kept happening normally. So people probably didn't think it was wrong because everyone was doing it or it was happening all the time. Yeah. It still doesn't make it right. I would say, like, they get, like, tunnel vision, where that's all they've, like, ever really remember or know, so they think it's right, because they don't know what's wrong. But some think it's wrong because, like, you shouldn't have things taken from you or taken out of your home without permission. I feel that most people knew it was wrong because there's people who knew it was wrong and they stood up. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, they, they sort of knew that it was wrong because there were, there were people who definitely said this is wrong. Mm -hmm. They stood up against it. Wow. So is it enough to just know something's wrong, or do we have to act on it? Well, if you know something's wrong, the right thing to do would to stick up for it and tell people that this is wrong so that they would change what they're doing. But it's hard to do that sometimes in situations because you don't know how people will react to you or how they'll treat you. Hmm. Like if someone's getting bullied and you know it's wrong but you don't stand up, the situation can't get fixed and others can't realize how wrong it is. That's pretty hard to stand up for somebody who's being bullied. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes kids kind of bring it on themselves. Not all the time, but sometimes you're like, man, that kid just really kind of brings this on themselves right. and you want to jump in because you want to be accepted and you also don't want to be bullied yourself right mm -hmm. but i mean how hard is it to stand up to friends who are bullying somebody i feel like not to play like the popularity card or anything but if you have like you're an upperclassman or something you have like more respect i guess then uh it should seem kind of easier to like mm -hmm. step in and step in for them Oh, and you're, you're uh, homeschooled, so like if your <laughs> sister is bullying you, do you stand up to it? Uh, <laughs> she's younger than me, so no. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Awesome. All right, uh, next question. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the most, one being the least, how moral are you when no? Okay, so I guess it's a morality question. How likely are you to do the right thing even though nobody knows? or um, nobody sees, or how likely are you to do the wrong thing even if you never get caught? I say probably eight because I slip up. Eight, eight, an hour then. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd say eight or nine, but also it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. I'd say eight or nine, because like, I don't think anyone can be a perfect 10. It's really hard not to slip up. And like, if you think, oh, I did right, if you were on the other side of it, it could have been wrong to the other people. Yeah, I'd say an eight, because everyone slips up. And even if like no one's noticing, God is still watching you like all the time. So he sees you slip up, but he also sees like how hard you're working to do the right things. Even if no one like gives you the credit for it, he likes watching you. Hmm. And God so. sees your decisions and like how hard it is to make it with like people pressuring you or something. Yeah, uh, this has been great guys. Thanks, I appreciate it. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.